0: When I use that analogy of the lighthouse, there were lighthouses, I would say throughout that organization in order to help just redirect conversation, help with the emotions that ran with a change like this This is a really difficult change. Um, But also just helping people understand for the good of the company, why we were making a change.
1: Are you leading change in your organization? Maybe you are wondering what it's really like to lead during a transformation. Welcome to When Women Lead Change with Danielle Hawke. Get insights from senior and executive level women across various industries and sectors as we spotlight their journey in leading significant change in their respective organizations. You will also hear from subject matter experts in the areas of strategic change, project management and human resources on what it takes to thrive in this role because leading during steady state is not the same as leading during change. And now here's your host, Danielle Hawk. This week on Women Lead Change, we'll get a chance to speak with Autumn Birdsong-Jones. Autumn started her career in retail and she has over 15 years of experience in human resources and employee development. She currently plays a critical role as an HR leader at Esri. For those who may not be familiar with Esri, Esri is a mapping and analytics software company based in Southern California. At Esri, she oversees training and compensation for the entire company. Our listeners will get a chance to hear Autumn talk about the skills she has seen good leaders draw on when leading change. This week on When Women Lead Change, we'll get a chance to speak with Autumn Birdsong-Jones, Autumn started her career in retail and she has over 15 years of experience in human resources and employee development. She currently plays a critical role as an HR leader at Esri. For those who may not be familiar with Esri, Esri is a mapping and analytics software company based in Southern California. At Esri, she oversees training and compensation for the entire company. Our listeners will get a chance to hear Autumn talk about the skills she has seen good leaders draw on when leading change. Welcome to the show, Autumn. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Autumn, I know I gave listeners some background on you in terms of your role at Esri. Is there anything else you want to share with how you work with leaders in the organization? Um, Sure. Specifically, the majority of my work centers around
0: enabling change centered around leadership development, um, enabling leaders with the skills, knowledge and competencies to better lead and engage their teams. And so whatever that looks like in terms of uh, the work that they're doing, I like to say we we enable others to win and
1: we talk to them about what is it that you're working on in order to help you win at that. Okay, Great. So we're just going to dive into the questions about leading change. Um, we know you have a load of experience. You've worked at a variety of companies and you've seen, you know, different change initiatives. Um, the first question I'm going to ask is, what do you think is the most difficult aspect about being a change sponsor? I
0: think the most challenging aspect is getting buy in from teams. and Um, In order to get buy-in, individuals must truly understand the why of what what is occurring within the change. Um, A lot of times people jump right into what is being done and get very tactical because there's a lot to be done and uh, the schedule is tight and everybody has a day job a lot of times. And so with that, uh, jumping right into the work is where you see the most action, Mm I would say. Um, but it's the step before the action occurs, the, the processing of why we're making this change, really taking time out as the sponsor to think through why so that you're able to communicate it to others so that they are able to effectively get their work done
1: towards that change. That's where I see the biggest gap. Right. So what I heard you say is actually it's it's the main key element of this is getting Mm buy-in but in order to do that it involves very strategic and targeted communication Mm -hmm. and being very clear about what the burning platform is Mm -hmm. now let me ask you in terms of the whole buy-in part so what if and I've seen this before where people will say I understand the burning platform I understand like the why but I just don't agree with like how we're going about it. Mm-hmm. Does that come up? I mean, have oh, you yeah. seen that? And I,
0: I do think part of that is uh, we all have our opinions. And th- that's a good question because detailing out the why doesn't mean that everybody is going to agree wholeheartedly with the direction that is taken. Mm-hmm. But do they understand why we're making that change? enables them to think through what are the things that are going to help push us forward towards that momentum. And so a lot of times leaders come back and they're just like, I don't know, people aren't going to agree with it and this and that. And we're focused on that resistance
1: Mm -hmm. um,
0: that is going to come back. So managing that resistance is part of that. Are you truly focused in understanding what direction it is that the company needs to take? why it needs to go in that direction. Are you able to articulate it? Are you able to talk about what success looks like, so that people understand the direction and are able to articulate it also themselves?
1: Okay, no, that absolutely makes a lot of sense. So when you think back to different leaders that you've either supported or you've been a part of their teams, like, You know, what do you feel like they were able to do well when they were leading change? Like, what were the things that kind of stood out for you that in in ways in which they excelled? I think it's
0: going back to that generating stakeholders and really um, taking the time to talk about the why in many different areas and avenues of the Mm -hmm. organization. So thinking through who, what. When communicate, communicate, communicate some more. And so um, when thinking about that, a leader has really taken the time themselves to make sure that they're again clear on what the why is of the change. And then gone through, so who, we call them lighthouses at our organization, hmm. who needs to be a lighthouse at our organization. And so going through, that's really a stakeholder. And so do they do they understand it so that they're going to take care of that area of the organization? And so you have the lighthouses spread throughout the organization so that it's everybody knows where to focus. The lighthouse helps you navigate, but also it enables you as a sponsor so that you don't have to be at every single meeting hmm. communicating the Y are directing the charge, you have the different lighthouses that are also
1: able to do that so that the work gets done. Mm, that's great advice. And I, I don't think the clients that I've worked with probably really grasped that clearly. Um, I think they knew that they had these stakeholders that were going to be impacted mm-hmm. by the change, but maybe not always looked at how they were going to leverage you know, those partners or peers to be what you said, like lighthouses. Mm-hmm. I, I like that term.
0: So when I think about someone who who exemplified um, leading change really well as a sponsor, I think about a past retailer that I was employed with and the HR director at the time, and we had to do mass layoffs. And as anyone can imagine, that's a really difficult time um, for an organization. And what made it even more difficult was just our company culture. So it was a family-based retailer. There were employees that had worked at that retailer for 30 plus years, Um, people that had really invested their lives in helping the organization become a success. And so with that, when you're talking about mass layoffs, that that's a hard pill to swallow, right. and so and actually she was she was someone who had been with the organization for a really long time, and so it was it was a hard pill for her to swallow. But the landscape of retail had changed. Um, we had actually been purchased by someone else. And ultimately, when thinking about why we were doing mass layoffs, it was to secure the success of the organization going forward. And so for her, she had to get together what was the why, what was the company impact, where were we trying to take the company, really being able to communicate what that vision looked like. And then, and then from that, she needed to also be able to communicate that to the HR team, to the HR leaders, because we were then going to go talk to the client groups. She needed to partner with the other directors. And then, of course, we needed to work on the communication with the employees throughout the organization. But the thing that she really, really did well with was communicating the why in terms of What was it going to do for the business? And so the impact that we saw is that through that tough time and with even the impacted employees, even they understood the why. So you're getting through something that's impacting their life. Um, Definitely, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do going forward. But then through that, they are also saying, I know that this is going to help the organization in this manner because that communication had trickled throughout the entire organization. We're talking about a really large organization. Mm -hmm. So to be able to get your communication to communicate, to trickle down through all those different levels where one of the impacted or several of the impacted individuals are able to then say back to you, I know this is impacting me in a negative way in terms of I now have to go find another job, X, Y, and Z, but I also understand the good for the organization and I'm looking forward to how this takes the organization in a positive way. It was absolutely amazing to watch and actually be a part of. I learned a great deal with that transition.
1: Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of reminds me of uh, one of our first, our first episode when Women Lead Change with Vivica. Uh, Fairbanks Henderson, and she talked about being a leader during mm-hmm. an acquisition mm-hmm. and all the things that had to, um, that she had to take into consideration for herself personally in order to be able to effectively lead um, other people through that whole process. Yeah. So, and when
0: I, when I use that analogy of the lighthouse, there were lighthouses, um, I would say throughout that organization in order to help just redirect conversation, help with the emotions that ran with a change like this because it's a really difficult change. Um, but also just helping people understand for the good of the company, why we were making a change and going back to your question on what people don't agree. Of course, there were people that were right. upset by it and yeah. things like that, but they still understood why the change was happening and. Mm. Um, so, so that was a example of a leader that I felt like really exemplified what communication looked like and understanding in, um, communicating the why.
1: Okay. No, that was great. That was great. Mm-hmm. So many of our listeners are either in the midst of leading an effort um, where they are the face of change. Um, there are some people who, you know, may anticipate they'll be asked to do this um, soon. Mm-hmm. And so, what I wanted to get some insights from you is, what should they consider? I mean, you're you're a a folk your focus is around leadership development at your company, in addition to benefits, but you work a lot. With leaders in various capacities, what should they consider when they're taking on a role like this?
0: I would say make sure that you um, that you take time to understand the why. That within your role, uh, there's not there's not that. Um, a lot of times, as I mentioned earlier, where you take it and you want to run with it and you want to get it done and you want to get those actions, that checklist, you know, those things checked off that checklist mm-hmm. and that you don't get so caught up in the what you're doing that you forget to make sure that you are clear on the why and that you're communicating the why and that you're not just doing it once so not at the kick not just at the kickoff meeting but that you're doing it throughout the change effort and that you also as you're you're talking with other people that you check in to make sure that they understand the why so do you you know do you understand why we're doing this um just to get a check for understanding on how your communication is going out uh, and that will help you adjust as needed. But what that also does is enable your workforce to make sure that all of the work, work that they're doing contributes to the success of that
1: change. Mm, awesome. Um, so what I'm hearing you say is making sure if, if you're, you know, gonna gonna be taking on this role six months from now, a year from now, it's being able to dig deep into your understanding of what the burning platform is and even in some ways articulating in your own mind, what you believe the benefits are, um, for, you know, this effort. And so of course there is the executive leadership team Mm -hmm. that has likely come up with what the benefits are and the why, but at the same time, being able to tailor that, um, in a way that feels authentic to you and then also be able to, um, share that in different ways, depending on who you're talking to, in terms of your stakeholder group, stakeholder groups. And so that's what I also find with um, different leaders, where sometimes you have to um, kind of go off the path Mm -hmm. from the PowerPoint presentation and be able to say, so, you know, this is what we as a company are doing and this is also what i see too that really supports you know all the possibilities of what we can do around us yeah and so i i feel like there's that importance of having the consistency of the message Mm -hmm. that's trickled down you know from senior leaders on down but then i always like to hear from you know leaders i always like to see you know how they make it their own story yeah i
0: mean i i think the ending statement here is changes about people and a lot of times people approach change as it's about the task or the process. Mm. Change is about people. It doesn't happen without people. And so people have to, there's an emotional component with us as people. And so that connection, um, that understanding, uh, it, it, without it, change tends to fail. And so with that, to your point about the PowerPoint presentation, the PowerPoint presentation are our notes, kind of our guide, but really and truly, you got to stop. You have to look people in the eye. They have to understand where is it that they're going.